Welcome to the Property Voice Podcast, helping you to navigate safely through the world of property investing. Get the lowdown and updates, insights and outcomes on all matters property with a splash of entertainment along the way. The Property Voice, a voice to trust among the crowd. Now, let's get started with your host, Richard Brown. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Property Voice podcast. My name is Richard Brown and as always, it's a pleasure to have you join me again on the show today. Well, we're at the end of this mini-series, this sprint challenge I decided to launch for quarter one, 2021. So you've obviously seen the, the final half, if you like, of the quarter over the last few weeks or so. And today's uh, the last day of, well, the last time, last podcast before I finish the quarter. Technically, I have an extra couple of days to go. So there is, uh, there's a couple of things still in play, which might still land and uh, tip, tip the quarter, you know, into what has been a really good one, into an absolutely stellar one, uh, effectively. So um, I hope you've been following along. Um, the, the long and short of it is basically I set myself uh, some goals for the year. And I decided to set myself a sprint challenge for this quarter in particular. And I was measuring four key areas of uh, my business activities, my property business activities. And I broke those down into the property assets under management, the um, business acquisitions, because I'm looking at mergers and acquisitions as well at the moment, various property companies, um, private financing to underpin some of, the, uh, some of those acquisitions, whether it's in blocks and portfolios, which underpins the property assets and the management, or indeed uh, with the business acquisitions as well. And then finally, I've got my book project, which I've uh, been working on. That's the property financing book. So the, the point of the last few weeks was just going to give you a blow-by-blow uh, account or update as to how I've been doing. I'm making myself publicly accountable as a result of this share. Um, I'm hopefully sharing extra snippets along the way. Some elements of what I'm talking about are not everyday activities that many uh, in property would be getting involved in necessarily. Of course, with other people they are, but um, I just wanted to, you know, is it kind of a fly on the wall expose sort of thing? And uh, it kept me honest, it kept me accountable. And I wanted to make sure, of course, that when I came to the podcast each week, I had something to say. So uh, I guess it motivated me as well, I think, and that's going to be one of the takeaways. Um, you know, making a promise or, or keeping yourself accountable to others um, is, a, is an external motivation and it, keep, and it helps drive you on. Two types of motivation, internal motivation and external motivation. Of course, the internal motivation is really what I want to do. And the external motivation is if I tell you what I'm going to do, then maybe you'll ask me questions. So um, so there we go. So let me just give you, first of all, um, the scores on the door, so to speak. How has it gone? Well, um, also, it got a bit complicated because we reset the goal um, <laughs> during the quarter. Uh, we decided to uh, 3x our goals, which was kind of crazy, but we did. Um, so originally, I was looking to, in let's say, property assets under management, and that was going to be in the area of blocks and portfolios. And I wanted to grow that by about three and a half million originally for the entire year. So, and that would have been quite a significant growth in terms of my current property assets under management. Um, and yet, uh, midway through the quarter, we decided to 3x everything. So that actually grew to around about 10 million, calling it 10 million for the year, that is. Now, in, in the first quarter, 
that would have translated as to uh, originally about 850,000 in incremental assets under management. Uh, but having three exited, it would be, you know, 2.4 million essentially. So how have we done? Well, really because of, a, of landing a whale <laughs> uh, of a deal, we've um, got, we're, un, we're under, um, subject to contract, uh, six million pounds basically is, uh, is where we're at right at this moment in time. So I come from the finance director school of business rather than the salesman school of business, which basically means, that, well, I'll translate that. I mean, I've worn different hats, by the way, salesperson and finance director, general manager, etc. But um, you don't count the money until it's in the bank. That's the finance director school. <laughs> Whereas a salesperson, generally speaking, it's like, uh, if you're shaking hands on it, that's good enough for me. <laughs> so really, I guess from a finance director point of view, wearing that particular hat, I'm, I'm cautious and I want to make sure that that deal gets over the line before I, I, uh, I go and spend the money, so to, think, so to speak. So six million subject to contract is one that we've had agreed and we've got offers out on other uh, opportunities as well. I'm not sure if we're going to get any in uh, by the time the quarter closes on Wednesday, but you know, you never know. So uh, that's been good news. I've got another offer I've got to make actually early this week. So who knows? Maybe maybe it'll get a little bit better. Let's see. So that's uh, that's well. Obviously, that will make a significant um, indentation into the annual goal, let alone um, the quarterly goal. And I might revise my goal again depending on whether we get this uh, you know agreement, uh, this this purchase over the line. But for now, as I say, finance director role. Uh, I'll be cautious until we've done that, and then we'll revisit things a little bit later. But the great news, uh, I want to come back to the great news because it, uh, some of the learnings I'll perhaps want to do in the summary. And then we had business acquisitions. So myself and my business partner are looking to actively um, acquire property-related businesses, mainly agency businesses, this year. And so we're under heads of terms for a, a business in the region of two and a half, three million pounds annual turnover. And um, that's going through a due diligence process as we speak. Due diligence is hard, by the way, <laughs> on business acquisition, especially when it's a share purchase, because you're also taking on all the risks and the, the legacy of that particular business. So there's quite a, lot of, quite a lot of things to look at, in all fairness. So one tip I might offer is, where possible, acquire the assets and not the shares. But in this particular case, it made sense to acquire the shares, so that's why we're doing that. So we set a goal. Originally, it was a million pound turnover um, in acquisitions by the end of the year. We 3x that during this quarter. So that would, that would translate as 3 million uh, annual turnover this year. And this business will, it's got a current turnover of about 2.5 million. We are expecting that to grow um, post, post completion. Um, I think we'll probably do the goal with that particular business on its own, frankly. Um, but just as uh, just to spice things up again, we've got a we've got another offer out, which um, we're optimistic, cautiously optimistic, finance director level, cautiously optimistic. Um, uh, it's another business, six hundred thousand turnover. So it, it, we basically we break the three million goal if both of those you know go through to completion. So again, cautious. Will they go through? If they do, fantastic. We've essentially achieved our goal for the year with those two opportunities um, coming through. And then uh, private financing uh, to underpin those acquisitions effectively. 
well, there's a bit of a stretch on here <laughs> uh, in terms of the money that we need to raise from a private financing point of view. And it's been fascinating, frankly, the learning curve, the networking, the creative thought, um, the reaching out, the different types of structures that uh, we are looking at these, uh, you know, these days effectively to fund this level of, uh, of, of activity. Now, originally it was uh, 3.5 3 million was private financing raised target. We 3x that, so it grew to 10 million for the year. Um, and it would have been about 2 million for the quarter. Well, we've, uh, sorry, no, it would have been, sorry, I beg your pardon. It would have been a million for the quarter. And I've got pledges, because um, some of these are working their way through the system, got pledges of 2 million pounds. So we've uh, we've more than doubled what we set ourselves out to do um, in terms of private financing raise for the quarter there. So pretty chuffed with that, but we've got a lot more work to do basically. And so we've got some interesting uh, conversations lined up, people who provide mezzanine finance, for example, uh, family offices, uh, SaaS pensions, uh, private funds, uh, syndicates, uh, high net worth individuals. We're reaching out into those circles because um, we're going to need, um, you know, mezzanine finance or quasi equity to be able to, you know, fund some of these operations or revolving credit facilities. In fact, the revolving credit facility I alluded to that was coming through still hasn't come through. So that would have actually more than doubled the pledges that we would have had. In fact, the pledges are there, but the money hasn't come through yet, uh, to be fair. So, um, but that's been fascinating. And in fact, um, when I get onto the book in a second, the chapter that I wrote over the weekend was on uh, property bonds, uh, shares and uh, mezzanine finance. So it was one of the most interesting chapters I've actually written. And that's because it's right where I need to be right now. Um, this is also growth for me in some respects. I you know, conceptually was aware of many of these uh, types of financing. But um, to write about it, to be rubbing shoulders of people who provide this type of funding, uh, it's been fascinating. Uh, I really enjoyed it, actually. <laughs> and um, it's stretching me and helping me to grow and to develop uh, and hone my skills as well. So that's been a really good outcome. But in terms of the goal for the book project, I set an original goal of writing 50,000 words uh, in Q1. And uh, I actually achieved that goal a couple of weeks ago. So I reset the goal already to 60,000 words um, by the end of Q1. And at the moment I'm looking at, uh, I think it's about 61, 62,000. So I've, I've not only breached the, the original goal, but the revised goal as well. Uh, it's not. I'm not going to 3x the uh, the word count. Don't worry. That would be quite a long book. Um, but essentially, I would say that probably 85% of the content is now um, on paper. Um, I think there's a couple of chapters to polish off. There's one that's in draft. I haven't even included in that word count. And then we've got things like some case studies or use cases that we want to add in. Uh, as well, and there'll be an awful lot of editing and um, and that kind of stuff that goes into the book as well. So, I'm I'm hoping that it will still be this spring when the book will be launched, uh, property financing, and you can probably tell just from that last chapter that it's not going to be your everyday book on property financing. Yes, there'll be a chapter on buy to let, but there's I think about 18 chapters uh, at the moment. Uh, so I think the, the traditional financing, buy-to-let, mortgages, commercial loans, bridging finance, and indeed development finance are in there. There are, there are four of the 18 chapters. Um, there's some more strategic chapters, and then the rest is really content, different types of financing structures, 
whether it be traditional finance, whether it be alternative finance, whether it be creative finance. So I'm, I'm really excited about this book, actually. Uh, I've enjoyed the process of writing. I found a, a rhythm that works for me, uh, which is basically get up early on a Saturday and a Sunday uh, while my wife is having, having a lion and, uh, and, and crunch away at the, the keyboard to crack out some numbers or do some uh, numbers of words, that is, or to do some research for that end. So um, it's been good. I'm looking to continue that. And hopefully we'll get the book uh, polished off and it'll be out, out soon. So if you want to be one of the first to hear about that, then just drop us a line podcast. Or, no, not, not podcast. Drop it to Karen, admin at thepropertyvoice.net. Ask to go on the uh, book launch list and she will make sure you hear about it as soon as uh, we're ready to go to launch. And so there we go. Um, so they're the goals. So it's, it's just been amazing, frankly. And I think more so, uh, why... What do I want to say here? All right, a couple of things. The first thing to say is this, that making yourself accountable makes you accountable. <laughs> so me just putting myself out there every week and just telling you what I'm doing and what the progress is going doing, uh, I've been making rather, really helps to focus the mind. So that's the first thing, first observation. The second observation is when we actually 3x our goals um, during the quarter, in a strange way, we didn't really believe it, uh, if I'm being honest with you. We said it, but I'm not sure we 100% believed it. But by saying it, it starts to change your thinking. It starts to make you think of possibilities. You know, I think you might remember the phrase was, it's, it's impossible unless. Well, we start to think, think less about the impossible and more about the unless. So we started, you know, well, where can we find bigger deals? How can we fund bigger deals? Um, was, was really at the tip of my mind. What about businesses? Where can we find these sort of businesses? Are we going to restrict ourselves to certain business sectors? Uh, we're, going to stay in, we're going to stay in our lane, but we're not necessarily going to be 100% down in, in, in one particular alley, uh, so to speak. So I think it changed our thinking and our belief grew as a result. So that's really interesting if I look back. Uh, I don't think you get instant belief, but if you start talking about it, if you set yourself a goal that stretches you, your brain you know, starts to work on the possibilities and you grow into the belief. And I think that's one of the biggest takeaways I'd actually make about this whole process actually. And it's probably a bit of a, a lesson in terms of how the rest of the year is going to unfold and how I'm going to set goals in the future. In fact, one thing I'm probably going to do is give you an update maybe every quarter. So it'll be a little bit, <laughs> won't be like every six, you know, it won't be a six week uh, sprint like this has been perhaps. But I will probably just check in with you. And that will be another way of keeping me accountable as well. <laughs> so I'll do that. So that was, uh, that was an interesting thing. And the other thing that came to light, or another piece of the learning, and I've, called it, I've used this phrase a little bit uh, over the last week, is um, soar with the eagles or soar like an eagle. So when you're flying at you know, a great height like an eagle, there's not a lot you can run it, not a lot of trouble you can run into. And you've got a great, you know, view of the horizon. I think I spoke about this on one of the other weeks, actually. And so um, I've been talking about our mastermind group, and people are really struggling to find deals. You know, it's really hot out there. The average residential homeowner sort of based market is hot. You know, the stamp duty window uh, has been extended. Um, there's two, there's two, two extensions, isn't there? There's one till about the early summer and there's one till the autumn. And the one to the autumn is driving, you know, the sub 250,000 first time buyer market. 
And if you're an investor hunting in those, you know, waters, you're going to struggle to find good deals because, you know, first-time buyers are out there looking and it's this competitive. So what I mean is if you can rise up, uh, and you can rise up in different ways, you can rise up in terms of size of deal, you can also rise up in terms of where you're looking, whether it's, uh, it's you know, instead of looking just on the portals, look off-market, use deal sources, direct a vendor, use referrals, for example, to access uh, deals from different places. You can also look to arbitrage, which is find something in one market and convert it into another market. So, you know, auctions might be a good idea uh, in that respect, but equally, excuse me, uh, equally, I think, look at, um, you know, maybe the retail and commercial sectors and repurpose, you know, those commercial buildings into residential would be another thing to look for. So soaring like the eagle doesn't necessarily mean you know, a great height, you know, it just means, you know, being precise. Um, it's a precise hunter, an eagle, of course. So be precise in what you're looking for and, and look in different places for your uh, food, if you like. <laughs> so the, the, I think soaring like an eagle is a really appropriate metaphor, really, uh, for this. But I think the biggest lesson of all is you can grow into your belief. You don't actually have to literally believe it um, on day one. You can grow into it. That, that's my thinking anyway. I know that uh, Napoleon Hill would say, whatever the, ma the mind of man can conceive and believe, it can achieve. Um, I do believe that to be true. But when you're setting yourself a really big, challenging, hairy, audacious goal, <laughs> um, I'm not sure if you do 100% believe it straight away. And you, you convince yourself with your words, you convince yourself with your actions, and you, it, you, your mind starts working on different possibilities. So I think if I've learned anything over the last uh, six weeks, and indeed the six weeks prior to that of this quarter, more or less, it's been that. It's that you can grow into your belief. So I guess the big takeaways for today are soar like an eagle, which means don't be on the floor with all the chickens, okay? Soar like an eagle. Go looking for deals where the chickens aren't looking, <laughs> okay? And the second thing is, um, yes, set big, big goals. And if you don't believe it straight away, just keep working, just keep saying it, and eventually you can grow into that belief possibilities will uh, reveal themselves. And, you know, I, I, I'm not bragging, but, you know, things have happened as a result of that. So I, I think I may have surprised myself, in all honesty. So um, that's been that's been amazing. Um, thanks for bearing with me over the last six weeks on the Sprint Challenge. I don't know how you found it. Drop me a line. I'm not sure I'm going to repeat it very often, but I just wanted to do something a little bit different uh, this quarter. Um, that is the end of the challenge. The um, if you want to know anything about how I'm doing and where I'm finding deals or how I'm structuring things, just drop me a note. Um, I'll be happy to share that. Uh, and don't forget, yeah, obviously, if you'd like to know more about the book, the financing book, uh, drop us an email there. But I guess uh, the show notes are going to be over at the website, thepropertyvoice.net. And if you would like to talk to me, uh, podcast at thepropertyvoice.net is where you can find me. I'm pleased also to say I've got a new apprentice program that's launching on the 1st of April. We've got four bright and breezy apprentices who've uh, committed to, to join that process. So I'm looking forward very much to working with them over the next 100 days. And no doubt you'll hear uh, one or two bits as we progress along the journey with them as well. So another fly on the wall opportunity and you'll hear different people from different backgrounds uh, looking to achieve things in different ways and go through the process of the apprentice program. So that's exciting. I'm looking forward to that. 
And um, yeah, I guess uh, I guess that's it, isn't it? So thanks very much for listening once again this week on the Property Voice podcast. And until next time, it's ciao, ciao. Thank you for listening today. Now head over to thepropertyvoice.net for more inspirational content and get updates through our mailing list. Join us next time on the Property Voice podcast. And if you enjoyed the show, please don't forget to rate us on iTunes.